This is the Decision Masters Podcast. I'm Kirsten Parker, the decision coach for overthinkers. When you feel good about your decisions, life feels good. You get to be present in your days and excited about where you're going. I'm going to help you build your decision mastery so it's easy to know what you want, navigate uncertainty, and handle any feelings that happen. Whether you're in the middle of some overthinking angst right now, or you simply love feeling in charge of your choices, you're in the right place. Clear, confident decisions are right around the corner. Let's get into it. Well, hello, friend. How's your week going? If you're listening real time, how's your summer going? We are just a little inside baseball here, uh, real time in the Parker household. We are celebrating our new puppy's nine-week birthday. What? I know, he's the cutest little monster. If you don't follow me on TikTok or Instagram, then you are missing out. TikTok, I'm at The Decision Coach. On Instagram, I'm at KP Coaching. And we got ourselves a miniature wire-haired dachshund that has changed our lives. It has upped the cuteness factor by about a billion in this house. I'm not going to lie. And Clive set a pretty high bar beforehand. If you're new here, hi, Clive is my uh, terrier mix that before this tiny little munchkin entered the scene was um, just my favorite top guy. And he still is. He has to share the spotlight a little bit, but he's getting used to that. And Colby, our blind husky, just doesn't know what's going on. He's he's confused all the time. Um, and the little guy just kind of jumps up at him and tries to bite his face often. It's not going to end well, but, you know, I'll keep you posted. Anyway, that's what we have going on. We are enjoying summer. My husband works in the industry. He is an A-camera operator and steady cam op. And uh, we're on, I don't even know what month of the writers strike. And now the actors are striking as well. So it's an interesting time. Hollywood is shut down. And I'll do a whole episode on this kind of after the fact when I can collect my thoughts and share some meaningful wisdom. Uh, But it's fascinating to watch our decision-making process during these circumstances that are totally out of our control. But the thing I wanted to share with you today is our decision to... (laughs) utilize this time when he is home a lot to get a puppy. (laughs) And it's so much fun. And it kind of brings us into our topic that I want to explore today because it is summer real time. And that this is one of those examples in real life when it can be difficult to feel as motivated as other times of the year. This happens at different times for different people, different seasons of life, but there is an assumption that is baked into us that we should just be productive always. We should always be working more. We should always be clocking our hours. We should always be earning our days. And it can make times like these feel very wonky, times when you do not feel like working all the time. You wanna play more. You want to rest more. You want to do other things that are technically doing things. You're still verbing, but it's not the productivity that the productivity police might approve of. That's what we're going to talk about today. How to escape this productivity police idea 
and still get stuff done. Because there's this idea that strikes fear into the heart of hardworking high achievers everywhere. And it is the idea that you do not have to be productive all the time. I know, scary. We're afraid of this idea. We're afraid of this idea because if we have a lazy day, quote unquote, that's gonna become our norm forever. We're afraid that if we lose momentum, it'll be impossible to get back up to speed. We're afraid of what other people are going to think if we slow down or take time off. Hmm? We're afraid that our days do not count if we didn't get anything productive done. Raise a hand or raise an eyebrow if you're driving. If you've ever said that, right? Ugh, I didn't get anything done today. Today doesn't even count. These are examples of reasons we don't like to base decisions on. These are the reasons that we end up working on vacation, we work part of every single weekend, we put in more hours on a beautiful sunny day when we would rather be outside. Now, let me be clear. These things are not bad. It's not unequivocally bad to work on vacation. I have worked on vacation. I've done all of these things. I get it. But there's a difference between consciously deciding to be productive for reasons you like and letting those old, crappy, deeply ingrained productivity police in your head decide for you. And since you can't authentically stand behind the reasoning that you should just always work more, or you're worthless if you don't, you can't stand behind those reasons because you don't genuinely believe them, which means you can't stand behind the choices you make out of that reasoning. This is why we work on vacation, but then we guilt trip ourselves for it. Or you put in a couple hours every Saturday, but resent the work and you resent your weekends and you resent yourself. This is why you force yourself to stay planted at your desk instead of enjoying the spring or summer or fall sunny air outside and you kind of feel like a victim or a prisoner in your own life. Sounds a little dramatic, but this is literally how we end up feeling when we don't feel in charge of our choices. None of these are results we enjoy or desire, right? We don't want to be stuck in this mode of life where we do things and then we beat ourselves up for them. We do things and then we resent that we do them. That's not the game we're trying to play. You're a decision master. You want to own all your choices. You want to like your choices, even if you don't like every second of every single day because you're a human person and that's not how it works. So here are three things I would like you to do if you feel like you're in this kind of productivity police trap And you really don't want to live this way forever. You don't want to be subject to this belief that you do not genuinely buy into that you need to be working all the time and you're worthless if you don't. Number one, instead of asking, how can I be more productive? I want you to ask, what is the most important result I need to create this week? Very specific. Productivity is like money. How are you ever going to know it's enough? Mm, You're not. To break this habit of always believing you're falling short, no matter what you do, you have to start giving yourself specific deliverables so you can watch yourself deliver them. And then you can't argue with the enoughness of those results you create, all right? So that's tip number one. Pay attention to any vague language going on in your brain that is telling you you just need to do more, you just have to work harder, but there are no specifics involved that will help you know when you have done enough or worked hard enough, okay? Number two, schedule time for a zoom out. Fun, I know. When you get into this overwhelm wave 
of I'm not getting enough done. I'm behind on everything. Holy bajoli cannoli. That's like a burst pipe. And we're not going to fix it with a paper towel, okay? That means this giant feeling is not going to go away if you work harder at this one thing in front of you right now. Sometimes you genuinely need to pause the daily work and take a high-level look at what's going on. Because we do want to get things done in our lives. Of course, we love getting things done. But sometimes our energy is misdirected when we want to get big things done long-term overall in our lives. And our default response to that is, okay, I'm going to work really hard right now. I'm going to throw myself into some small-scale busyness that really isn't going to take care of the bigger picture. So that's what you want to schedule a Zoom out for. And you're going to look at ongoing and upcoming projects work-wise and also life-wise and like fun. Like I had a client who really needed a vacation to get planned in her life. And it was not going to happen unless she scheduled time to plan this vacation. She had to zoom out from the daily busyness and all the things going on and all the fires to put out and all of the multitasking and really look down the road a little bit and think, you know what? There's a vacation that I want to happen later this year and it is not going to happen unless I make some time for it sooner than later. And make sure, listen to me, listen to me right now, make sure you write this stuff down. It is bananas to me that so many of y'all, I love you, but you are trying to keep this stuff in your head and it is draining your energy like nobody's business and this is just not a way that we have to live. I'm not telling you to become a different person and start organizing your life in a spreadsheet or in a planner or even to become a list person if you're not a list person. I'm saying for this one Zoom out that you're gonna schedule for yourself, I need you to get a pen and paper and write down the things that are important to you so that for that moment only, you can see them all in front of you and you can lift that weight off of your brain and free up some bandwidth to then go on to the next thing I'm going to have you do, which is look at systems. So I want you to look at any systems that need updating or installing or replacing. Maybe some things worked two years ago, And that way of doing things doesn't make sense anymore. And you need to change how you're doing it. I had a client who realized they were, she and her husband were like doing their kid transport, like their pickups and drop-offs and transporting and all the things. They were doing that with a system that they developed like literally two years ago when their kids had entirely different schedules and it wasn't working right now. And it was taking up so much time and causing so much stress. And they just needed to update that system. So this is something that might not occur to you to give your attention to when you're in the busyness, when you're in productivity mode, keep your head down, go, go, go. These higher level system stuff that's like, wait, let me take a look at how things are working and see if that needs changing. It doesn't often occur to us in the moment. You have to zoom out to see it. It's going to take some work to put a new system in place but it's so worth it for the long-term gains of making everything easier for the next few months slash years. Finally, in this zoom out, you're going to look for where you need help, all right? There's likely an assumption happening that you need to figure all of this out yourself and do it alone, and you don't. Don't worry, I know that was a lot, and I'm going to recap everything for you at the end. So let's go on to the final tip. If you're in productivity police mode and you don't want to live in that mode anymore, I want you to check if you're in a new season. This is something we talk about a lot in coaching because 
the way our brains work is we reference our past experience and what we've been taught about how things work. So we can often show up in today's context and try to make today work referencing the context of a week, a month, a year, a decade ago. And sometimes that's just not the most efficient and accurate way to do things. So I really want you to check if you're in a new season. Sometimes we simply don't feel like working all the time and that doesn't have to be a bad thing. It can be part of your normal humaning that you accept and embrace, that you go through different seasons of your life where you feel super tuned into work and super motivated to like get stuff done. And sometimes you feel like laying in the sun or playing with a puppy or going on a long walk and having a phone call with someone that you haven't talked to in a long time. So remember your conditioning. This is what basically what we're saying. You've been taught to believe things by your family, your culture, your industry. Some of those things might be stuff like you should be working all the time. You should only take two weeks off a year. You're lazy if you don't want to pay your dues for five years. Tough it out and struggle and hustle because you don't deserve to feel better until later. I just want you to question what needs questioning. So if it's the middle of July... for example, you may just not feel like working a ton and that just may be fine, all right? See if you're looking for permission from yourself to just change gears temporarily and really check if there's a reason you like not to do that before you shut that idea down. Okay, let's recap. Our strategies for escaping the productivity police. Number one, Instead of asking, how can I be more productive? Ask, what's the most important result I need to create this week? Specifics. Number two, schedule a zoom out. Take time out from your daily productivity, busyness, whatever, and look at things overall to see what's ongoing and what's upcoming that you need to account for, that you need to plan to give your resources to, what systems are in place or not in place that need updating, changing, and then where do you need help? And number three, check what season you're in. Check if you actually just want to have more fun right now or slow down or be more relationship-focused than work-focused or whatever. See if you need to meet yourself where you are and maybe you'll find out that there's not actually a problem you need to solve, which is uh, such good news. I know you want to get stuff done. I'm so with you. I also know you want to enjoy daily life more and you want to stop feeling like you never do enough because deep down, you and I both know you're doing a lot. And we also know that beating yourself up is not the winning strategy to get your next goal accomplished. Mm, Same page. So if you want more help with this and you're listening real time, you're going to love the workshop we have coming up in August, the Get Shit Done Decision-Making Workshop. Ooh, girl. It's going to give you tools to decide what to do and when, how to set yourself up to take meaningful action, even with stuff you don't really want to do, game changer, And you're going to find out what to do about all of those fires that always seem to come up and distract us and detract us and deplete us. And you're going to still be able to get the things done that you really want to get done. So the link to come to that is in the show notes. You can also go to kirstenparker.com forward slash get shit done, all one word. And I can't wait. I'll see you there. Have fun using these strategies that we talked about today to create a world for yourself without productivity police. 
I guarantee you'll get more meaningful stuff done, but more importantly, you will feel your best doing it. And ooh, that is what we're all about. I hope you have a beautiful week. Don't forget to go to kirstenparker.com forward slash get shit done if you want to come to that workshop in August or get the replay. And I'll talk to you soon. Hey there, quick question. How easy does it feel to say no to requests or invites that you really don't want to agree to? Mmm, not so much. If you find yourself saying yes to things you don't want to do over and over, or putting yourself through agony just to get to a no, and then feeling super guilty and maybe even doing it anyway, you're going to love the crash course on how to say no. You can get it for free right now at kirstenparker.com forward slash say no. You'll get a complete PDF workbook with two whole pages of example sentences at the end, literally how to say no to requests and invites, and an 11-minute crash course video training that simplifies the whole overwhelming shenanigans of saying no so you can do it without being a terrible person, ruining a relationship, or ending up doing the thing anyway. Go get it now at kirstenparker.com forward slash say no. Enjoy!